0: Welcome to Winning the Culture War with Cody Leibold. This podcast is designed to help you become extraordinarily skilled in communication, especially if you are a Christian and a culture warrior. I want you to become a loud advocate of truth in whatever sphere you're able to have an impact. This podcast will equip you for debate, persuasion, sound moral reasoning, and building a platform to get that valuable treasure to the world that needs it. This opening series is Online Strategies to Change the World. We're looking at how to create a platform, attract an audience, and get paid to make it grow. After last episode, you're going to have a strong foundation for understanding what an online platform is. But in this installment, we're diving deeper. We are going to look through some examples and concepts of online marketing that will work to get a message out and to grow your audience. This material will be a reference point for what we do in future episodes. Let's start by doing a quick skim through some marketing experts that are great to follow as examples. I put together a couple of reference files for you, so you can find all this information in the files if you want to dig in at some point and take a deeper look. I'll give you two docs. One is my top book recommendations for getting your message out, and the other is 18 marketing experts I currently let in my inbox. These are the information sources that have been most useful to me. If you have a wish list for books, every one of the eight books on the list should be on your wish list. Now for the marketing experts that I let into my inbox, here's how I use that. You don't need to be getting weekly emails from all of these 18 experts, but you might try getting on their email list with a secondary email address and just stay subscribed for a few weeks. And if you do that, you'll get a collection of a ton of different swipe files, basically. Welcome emails, onboarding emails, emails telling you about who they are, what they offer, why you should pay attention. This would be a really good reference point for you, for your own messaging. The material that you'll receive from these experts is going to be top quality, especially if you look at their onboarding series, because they put a lot of thought into it. You might actually enjoy just looking through it, especially choose one or two of the experts and just read through everything in order. And when you do, pay attention not only to what they're saying, but how they chose to sequence their message. Why did they start with saying this, and then they moved on in a different email to this topic and this topic. Usually they've put a lot of thought into it. So you look at five in a row from one expert and you can notice that there is an order, there is a design, it makes a good impression on you, it informs you about their value for you, and eventually it leads probably to selling something or to you taking some action. So now that you have this list of email marketers, you could dive in, you could learn a lot by observing what they do when you join their email lists, but for now, I want you to just look at several examples with me. So this will give you an idea of the overall process and how people bring in email subscribers. This episode is brought to you in part by the Quick Win Workshop, where you will find essential training and a personalized roadmap to grow your audience. Your message matters. The Quick Win Workshop is designed to bring you the knowledge to grow your online platform and eliminate common mistakes to help you create a strong foundation in the right order that will help you reach true success in getting your message out. We're excited about what you're going to get out of this workshop. It includes a personalized, tailor-made roadmap designed by me to grow your audience self-paced essential training, and ongoing access to myself and other subject area experts, plus membership in a private community of high-achieving practitioners. The Quick Win Workshop is created to give you the change you're looking for. If you're someone who already has a big idea, a huge passion, and a strong commitment, but you're in need of a clear plan created for you with someone who has been there before, this is for you. You will find each of the specific strategies and the tools you need but you'll get something more. In our complimentary one-on-one call, I will personally walk you through the simple steps that almost everyone misses early on and that form the essential foundation for your growth. To join the quick win workshop, go to codyleibolt.media. Let's look now at three examples of people doing online marketing and doing it really well. We'll start with Mike Kim. You can find his website at mikekim.com. So you look at his social media first. And if you want to right now, go ahead and pause the episode and go on Facebook and look and see what he does on his social media. If you do this, here's what you're gonna see. There are posts with quotes or pictures of him meeting people or perhaps some video content or links to his blog or his podcast. You go and you click on those, and eventually you will find an invitation where you can opt in to his email list. And then you're going to receive an email welcome series. And this is how he helps you get to know him and how he can help you. Now, if you compare that to A.D. Robles, this is a different kind of material. A.D. is not offering training like Mike Kim does on how you can grow your coaching platform. So A.D. Robles has an explicitly Christian platform, and he has a website, he has a YouTube channel. He also is very active on Twitter and somewhat on Facebook as well. Now, you're likely to find AD first on YouTube. That is his strongest place. And then on YouTube, there's always a call to action to go over to his Patreon page or his website. So the overall idea is to move people from discovering him to subscribing to making a regular donation. In this case, to support his project. Once they're convinced that he's creating something valuable that they want to see more of. So if he has a business model, it's a donation based business model, but that is still a legitimate business model. It still is functioning like a funnel, like a marketing funnel. I'll show you one more example from a new field and this one is Michael Hyatt's website. So Michael Hyatt focuses on productivity and on leadership in the workplace. Pay attention to the similarity if you were to look at one website to the next to the next. You notice that above the fold on the website for each of these, even though they're selling different things, there are a standard of best practices Such as, here's who I am, here's what I do for you, here's how you can get extra juicy information by entering your email address here, and all of that is communicated right away at the website. People need to know what you're offering and how to get it, and you need to call them to action right away. And there's no better place to do that than right at your homepage of your website above the fold before they scroll. It's the first thing they see. If if possible, it's the only thing they see is the invitation for how to get onto your email list. So, you visit Michael Hyatt and you know right away what he wants you to do. You know how to get on his email list right away. Here is why they're doing that. Each of these three platforms is doing content marketing. That is, they have a message, and they're getting that message to a ton of people who can access most of that for free on the blog, on the podcast, videos. Now, if people want to get a deeper level of access, they can join the email list. When they do, they're going to receive a lead magnet. A lead magnet or a lead generator is typically a free guide of some kind, and it's very short, maybe two, three pages, and it's just going to say, here is a quick guide to this topic. Here is a checklist of things you need to do, but it's something that is either actionable or creates a quick win for the ideal listener, and it's related to the overall topic that they're talking about at their platform. So the overall funnel looks like this. Each of these people have some combination of a website with articles and a podcast, and a video channel, social media channels. But all of that is really pointing to the email capture form. And when somebody enters in the email capture form, then that's going to communicate with email marketing software. In this case, it might be ConvertKit. It might be MailChimp, but then they're going to only after they're on the email list, most likely, are they going to start receiving those messages about the things that you can buy. Now, if you clicked on Michael Hyatt's website, you'd probably be able to find different things that he's offering right now that you can sign up to buy right now. With Mike Kim, you may be able to find that. And with 80RailBuzz, you can find his Patreon. But that's not the very first thing that they put right up there as the call to action. Because most people, if they just discovered the website for the first time, they wouldn't know why they'd want to buy something. They haven't got to that point in their relationship yet. So, But what they are doing is they're telling you, here's how you can get something that is worth you paying for in terms of your time and your attention. And that's the PDF, and you pay for it with your email address. Only after that you're able to find what their offer is and each one of them is offering something, some way that you can, right now, give them money to do something for you. So most of these pieces you see publicly, that's one of the joys of marketing and of learning about marketing is that you can see other people's marketing efforts. Most of it is public. But let's talk about the one part of it that is not that familiar to most people and that's the email marketing software. How does that work? So email marketing software is something that's an online tool it works through your browser, and it integrates with your website. It sends people's emails when they fill out that form into a list, your email newsletter. Now you can choose to send a message to all the people on that newsletter, whether it's five or 5,000, or you can segment it, or just send people individual emails as well. But it's gonna send it from an email address that you tell it to. So perhaps my personal email address is one thing, but it's going to I'm gonna have a public address, and it's gonna send it from that public address This is typically subscription software. If you start with MailChimp, it might be somewhere around $15 a month to start with. If you start with other programs, it would be more expensive, just depending on which kind of functions you want. But MailChimp is probably the most common, and ConvertKit is also very common. And ConvertKit is the one that I use. I recommend it. Out of all the marketing programs and tools that you will use, your email marketing software is the most important. Your list of email subscribers is your most important business asset as a marketer. These are the people that have given you permission to market to them. These are the people that you can always get in contact with whenever you have a new content piece to publish or whenever you have something to sell. Email is the place to sell things. The rest of your online presence is of secondary importance to your email list. This may come as a surprise to you. The online presence, including your website and social media accounts, they all exist as a way to get people onto the email list. Social media does have its other uses as well, but inviting people to join the email list is the essential function from the marketing point of view. It does other things. It lets you help people discover your content, which is a value in itself. It also helps you interact with your fans. It helps you test out your ideas, get feedback. But from the point of view of your marketing strategy, far and above every other benefit of social media, the main role is to bring people onto your email list. If someone joins your email list, then you have the ability to announce new content in a way that they're much more likely to see as opposed to doing announcement on social media. You should do both, but the email is gonna have a much bigger impact. Also, the email list has this great advantage. You're not in danger of losing access to your fans like you would if it was on Facebook or Twitter. You know, Facebook can change its rules. It can close you down. They can close your fan page but nobody can take away your list of email subscribers if you have downloaded that to your hard drive. Email marketing software lets you send an email broadcast to all of the subscribers that you have on your list with a couple of button clicks. And it also lets you set up a series of welcome emails to go out to people who first join your list to tell them about what you offer. You can send things to your email list as often as you want. You can send them a quick note saying, hey, I published a new article. Click here to read it and share it with a friend. Or you can send people the link to your latest podcast or a video or a link to something to buy. You can send emails to people asking them to sign up for a phone call with you. That way you can get to know them. Or ask them to fill out a survey. You can do a contest. There's so many things you can do over email, but mainly it's the ability to talk to the people that really want to be talked to by you. Some people send emails once a week, some a few times a week. It really is up to you. You set a standard so that people know what to expect, stick with it, and people will understand. That's just what you do. Your email list is your primary point of contact with your fan community. A call to action. Too many churches in America are lacking in discernment. Do you find yourself wishing that you could help? Do you have a love for the Bible, a desire to write, to edify the church? We hear every day from people who want to make a difference but don't know how to get started. To answer this need, I created Writer's Write, the five-day challenge. This mini-course will jumpstart your goals by showing you how to write and communicate in a way that will have people saying, I care about that. Right now, our listeners can get Writer's Write the 5-Day Challenge at a special 25% discount. Get your message in front of people who will actually read it. Don't miss out on this special deal. Go to christianintellectual.com slash writers to get your 25% discount today. That's christianintellectual.com slash writers. We're looking at the role of your email list within the overall online platform that you create. I want you to picture your online platform is like a kingdom, surrounded by other lands. And so in the middle of that kingdom, you have a castle. That castle would be your email list. Outside of the castle, you have a town around it and that's your website. That's all your territory. But then imagine that there is an outpost far outside of town. That is valuable to you and it's built on somebody else's land. Well, that's social media. You need to be on social media to grow your audience. But the social media is a means to an end. The end is to invite people to meet you, to come to visit the party that's going on in your town and especially in your castle. So when you speak of an online platform or an online presence, I want you to think about these things in order of priority. Email list is number one. After that comes website and social media, and perhaps some other online spots as well. With all this talk of strategy and tools and attempts to win people to be following your material, here is something that Christians may need to think through. Is it even good to want to get your message out? Is it a godly desire to want readers and viewers for your message? Nehemiah 8.4 tells us that Ezra, the teacher of the law, stood on a high wooden platform built for the occasion. If God is calling you to help people with understanding the truth, you have to get the truth to them. Which means you may sometimes need to be on a platform and build a platform. I want you to realize that this platform concept is not something to be afraid of. You can make yourself fret about anything, but don't do it. There is nothing to be ashamed of if you are speaking the truth for the right reasons in the right way. Did Ezra say, I can't teach people of the Bible because I don't want to be platforming myself. Or worse, was Ezra afraid that people would say, he's just building his personal brand, his personal kingdom? If he had said all that, that would have just been succumbing to the fear of man. Instead, he did the right thing. That meant putting himself out there, subjecting himself to the likelihood of being criticized, being rejected by some people. He did it anyway. With that, you now have a strong foundation in understanding the idea of a platform. And you're ready for the next episode. We're going to answer the question, how do you grow an audience for your platform? That is a wrap for this episode, but there is much more valuable material to come in the rest of this series. If you are looking for personal input on your project, don't wait. Just go ahead and email me, cody at codylibolt.com. I would love to talk with you. Thank you for listening today and God bless.